welcome to this week's message from a new church. For more information, or if you'd like to contact us, please visit our website, newchurch.nz. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy this message. Just sort of want to talk about three, three things about missions. And um, so the first one is missions is discipleship. Number two, missions is a characteristic of Pentecost. And number three, the early church did not have a missions department. The church was the missions department. So um, number one, missions is discipleship. Matthew 28, verse 18 to 19. And we've, we've covered this over a few weeks um, regarding discipleship. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations. So it wasn't just the, the local, you know, the, the people that got on with you or the same culture. It's all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And, and so often we think missions is like you go over and you do a sort of building project or you hand out some tracts or something. And, that, and that's missions. Actually, when you look at the core of missions, it is absolutely 100% discipleship. It is actually going and sowing into other nations and making disciples of all peoples. It's always been about making disciples. So often we think of it as a very short-term thing, but it's, it's a long-term, multi-generational core. Missions is discipleship. And I know I said this um, because it just still blows my mind how this can work on a global scale. If I was to spend the next three years, like, like Jesus did, sowing into not 12, 12 guys, but maybe, maybe two guys, um, maybe Polar and Eddie, and just, just walk with them and journeyed with them and, and taught them about Jesus for three years. And then at the end of those three years, I go and find two more people that God's calling me to disciple. And, and they in turn now, because they've spent three years being discipled, they go and disciple um, two other guys as well. Um, after six years, there would be only nine. So six years and there's like nine people. That doesn't sound like good economy of, of, of use of time. We, we so uh, used to like, we have events and we get a whole lot of people and we, we do it quick. But after six years, nine disciples. And if we did the same thing, all of those after two years or three years, um, go and find another two people. After nine years, there'd be 27 um, disciples after 30 years. So if we just did that, committed to just three years, just find two people after 30 years, there would be the population of Whangarei would, would be discipled. And I know this is idealistic, but it's, it's not that far away from what the possibility of, of could happen. So um, same thing, we kept carry on that. After 63 years, 10.5 billion people could be effectively discipled um, if, if one person journeyed for three years with two other people. We could all do that. That's, that's 10.5 billion. The world population is 11.2. Um, well, they projected it to be that. So this whole world could potentially be discipled globally, missions is global, in one lifetime. In just one lifetime. Isn't that mind-blowing? Um, but that is going to take all of us being, being serious about discipleship and understanding that missions is not just having a good time and having a bit of an adventure and taking a whole lot of photos. It is commitment. It is surrender. Number one, missions is discipleship. We are called to go and make disciples. Therefore, every single one of us is called to missions. Point number two, missions is a characteristic of Pentecost. So when I talk about Pentecost, um, what happened on the day of Pentecost, um, Jesus said, um, Go to, to Jerusalem and, and pray and wait for me and, and then you'll have um, the gift. You'll be baptised um, in the Holy Spirit. You'll go and change the world. That's Simon's paraphrase. Um, in Acts 1 verse 8, 
and, and let's just have a look in, in how missions fits into this regarding Pentecost and regarding the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. That word witness is not just like, oh, I saw something and that's great, but it's actually that the root of that is being a martyr, like whole, wholehearted surrender. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and then you will be my witnesses. Here we go, this is like this global mission again in Jerusalem, which is like local, um, in Judea and Samaria, which is like um, national and, and, and the neighbours of ours that maybe not don't have the same culture um, as us. And then it says, to the end of the earth. Uh, so missions is a multi-level command. And, and for a long time, when, when we were, you know, became the senior pastors here, anything to do with um, being responsible or, or being involved in any sort of ministry outside of this place absolutely freaked me out because you know, it just means more responsibility and more stress uh, in a way. Um, but so I was thinking, no, when we get this, this church sorted, then maybe one day I will have the faith to believe um, for, for God to do, to do more. But it was actually Pastor Ravalolo a few years ago when he had um, sat down with some of us. Um, he said something very specific. He said, God is calling you guys to, to be a global movement. Um, and, and again, that didn't excite me. That terrified me more than anything. So God has done a work in my heart again. But then I realized something when you look at this verse very specifically, it doesn't say if, it says and. So I used to read this, it says you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Oh, sorry, then. Um, and then you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and then in all Judea and then Samaria and then to the end of the earth. It doesn't say then, it, it says and. Like this is at the same time. You and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, which is local, and in Judea and Samaria, which is, which is national, and to the end of the earth. We need, all of us need to have a global missions mindset all the time. Um, and it's so easy to be focused on this little place here in, in Whangarei, New Zealand, but we must have a bigger vision than that. It's at the same time. So that may demand that we shift our mindset a little bit. Um, understand that it's gonna be a little bit more uncomfortable, but God is calling us to make disciples of all nations. So yes, what we're doing here in Renew Church of Whangarei is important, but as we're involved in Fiji and other places, that is no less important. And this all happened um, on the day of Pentecost, that whole thing when Jesus said, you will receive power. So if we are filled with the Holy Spirit, if we are baptised in the Holy Spirit, then we must have a global mindset a missions mindset at the same time. I love that. Thirdly, the early church did not have a missions department. The church was the missions department. So often we think, okay, well, you know, what sort of missions thing? Have we got a missions department? The early church was because they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and they were just going out and they were doing incredible missions work. And I know a few years ago, I think it was when the Fijian guys were here, um, I, I held out a mirror and said, this is our missions program at Renew Church. You are the missions program, I am, I am the missions program because we are all called to missions because we understand that discipleship is missions. Go and make disciples of all nations. And what is a missionary? It's simply a person who has been sent on a mission. We have all been sent on a mission. Therefore, all of us are called to be missionaries, locally, regionally, nationally, and globally. 
So we don't really have this missions sort of department at, at, at church at this point in time, but I do absolutely think church is a mission. You know, that we invite people into what God is doing here because where two or more are gathered, then, then God is here. Wherever God is, supernatural things happen. So we can invite people in um, and, and tell them to come and see what God is doing. You know, eight out of 10 people, if we've got a good relationship with them and we're excited about church, eight out of 10 people will come to a church service. But it's not just being invitational, come and see. It's also go and be the church yeah. as well. And um, we need to get a lot better at that. So, so what are we doing? We've got this incredible, you know, what have we got in our hand as a church? Um, because all of us have got something that we can use. What talent has God given us as a church regarding local missions? I, I, I think Renew School is a phenomenal mission that we have. You know, most of the kids that come to our school, and there's like almost a couple of hundred kids Monday to, to Friday here, they don't go to this church. What we're doing is we are building and helping make disciples of the nations through what we're doing. And because we have a school, we can't do other sort of programs at the moment, but God has given us this incredible talent called Renew School, and I'm so blessed by that. We're gonna have Principal Bud and Blom come um, in a few weeks and just talk to us about that. That's an incredible mission. Um, so that's one thing. But again, coming back to individuals, um, in 2 Timothy 1, 1, Paul said to Timothy, do the work of the evangelist. And what does that actually mean? Um, when you boil down the translation, it simply means be a bringer of good news. Every one of us is called to missions. Every single one of us is called to be a missionary because every single one of us has been called to be a bringer of good news. And um, Fiji as well. We used to have a whole lot of programs that we were endorsing and, and they're all incredibly good. And um, if you want to come up to us and say, hey, Simon, you know, is there any trusted missions programs or organisations globally that we can be involved in? And I will give you a whole lot of uh, ones that we've got a little bit of relationship with that we, we trust and, um, and we'll tell, tell you how to, do, how to do that and give into that, which is amazing. But uh, we've been quite deliberate and we feel that we're, we're spirit-led with this is actually refining and being being understanding exactly what God is wanting us to do with missions. Um, we understand and believe that the best missions work will be where there is already existing relationship. You trust the people, you know the people, um, and obviously that relationship, but also spirit-led. Like God has led us and led us all the way with our relationship with Fiji. It's absolutely spirit-led. God has jacked this up. Um, and also we've got 25 years of relationship now. Um, and so the, the bond and the strength and the power of unity there is, is so phenomenal. So I'm so happy to say our missions, our main missions endeavour is Fiji. And we're not going over there to teach them new staff necessarily. We're going over there to serve and impart and help them out and bless them in what they're doing. Um, because we believe that missions is not just a short-term thing. It's a long-term thing. It's a multi-generational thing. And we're here for the long-term and the long haul with this um, I think there is, there's going to be so much blessing released um, as um, there is a crossover of the cultures um, as we worship in unity with Jesus as well. Um, he blesses that. He blesses unity. He blesses unity globally as well. We can learn so much um, in New Zealand from them, and I'm really excited about that, really excited about regular updates. Um, as Christy shared earlier on, um, we can still give. I think so far with the expansion offering 2022, it's between forty-five dollars and $50,000. So give the Lord a hand and give yourself a hand for that. 
which is, which is phenomenal. Our money goes a long way there, and one thing that we can definitely help them out with is resources. Um, so, and, and that expansion offering, there's no cutoff time if you want to give um, into Fiji, especially this morning. Just go to the info desk um, after the service and just ask them, how can I give? And, and they'll, they'll talk to you um, about that. Okay, finishing up, let's just have the band up the front. would be great. And we're going to sing that song, Our God Reigns. But I want to finish off by reading from Matthew 5, 13 to 16. And we're probably very familiar with the verses, but I want to read it out from um, the message translation this morning, which is a paraphrase, but sometimes it's really good to read that as a supplement to our other Bible translations. It just gives a fresh perspective of, of some things. So I just want to read this from verse 13. Let me tell you why you are here. You're here to be salt seasoning that brings out the God flavors of this earth. If you lose your saltiness, How will people taste godliness? You've lost your usefulness and will end up in the garbage. Here's another way to put it. You're here to be light, bringing out the God colours in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. We're going public with this, as public as a city on a hill. If I make you light bearers, you don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on a light stand. Now that I've put you there on a hilltop, on a light stand, Shine. That's every single one of our calls, to shine. To understand that God has called every single one of us on a mission, which is to go and make disciples of all nations. So you are, by the very definition of being sent on a mission, you are a missionary. Is it time for us to take that call seriously? Is it time for us to understand that we've been put on this earth, as as Eddie had said, one lifetime? We got one shot at this. God's called us all to do phenomenal things for His glory. Is it time to say, yes, God, I surrender, I consecrate myself, my whole life to You. Thanks so much for listening. We hope it was an encouragement to you. To contact us or to find out what's happening at our church, please check out our website, renewchurch.nz.